Welcome back, everybody. We're gonna be talking about what the fuck are we talking about? The fuck are we talking about? Hello and welcome to the Many Parallels. We're your hosts, Trevor and Zach, and uh, today we are talking about technology and its effects on uh, people's motivation and their drive and shit. Yes, sir. Uh, would you like to start with anything <clears throat> or? Uh, I got some shit. You know me, I'm always like looking at the origins of uh, different bullshit. So, Greek, uh, the, uh, it comes from, the word technology comes from Greek technologia, or whatever, however you would like to say that. <laughs> A systematic approach or technique to any certain skill or, you know, area that you could apply, you know, a certain, uh, what does it say again? Systematic approach. Okay, so... That's just a, to get an idea of what technology, I guess, is in the the meaning of it. But that's all. Uh, I'll pass it back to you. you uh, no, no reason specifically for bringing it up. You just wanted to break down the etymology? Yeah, like, you know, just people, like, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, oh, yeah, like a computer is technology or, you know, a, a, a crane is technology, whatever. But, like, just the idea of what it is just really let that get into your head, you know? Can just you like re-explain that cuz I was kind of looking at just a Oh yeah. yeah. Just like re-explain what I just said? Uh no, the uh the definition. Si- definition? Okay, so like the etymology of the word. A systematic or approach uh, a systematic approach or technique to basically a skill or an yeah. area. Okay, cuz yeah, it's a systematic treatment of an art, craft, technique, whatever. There we go. Um text uh suffix from the of root word text to weave also to fabricate and the ending i don't know what the fuck it doesn't give me that definition but all right so the fabricate part's kind of interesting <laughs> yeah you could make the argument that technology you know fabricates is, society is all yeah it's like is yes yeah, it, it fabricates yeah that's a very interesting but you know it's like a lot of it is justified through how uh, apparently useful it is, you know? Like, I think that's why we would institute any technology. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about, is at what point is technology gone too far in Mm -hmm. no longer being useful in benefiting us to accomplish tasks and that it's actually detrimental to us. Working the other way. (laughs) Yes, exactly. At at what point does it get to that? Um, Now, there's a lot of fucking avenues you could go down with why and what. But uh, before we get down to all of that, first, I want to ask you, sort of unrelated, but not entirely, um, are you familiar with uh, Sigmund Freud's theory of, like, human personality? Uh, n- not quite. I mean, I remember learning about him in the psychology class I took, but, you know, I was uh, mostly stoned when I was in there. So <laughs> I only retained a little bit, so it enlightened me. So, uh, according to Freud... Um, and, and I heard also, want to preface this before I get into it, that he didn't, you know, the, the typical way people go about scientific studies and shit is they do research groups. His uh, evidence is a bit more anecdotal from, as a psychologist, he, uh, he had a certain method called the free association or something along those lines. That sounds familiar. Um, where essentially he would just let people talk unhindered and kind of break down and I believe that this is from what he noticed um, in many cases so 
He believes that the ID or the ID that the personality is broken down into three separate parts: the id, the ego, and the super ego. Right. Um, basic uh, run over. The id is the impulsive, instinctual part of our psyche. Uh, it is the part of us that unconsciously seeks instant gratification. Uh, the devil on your shoulder. It's like the, the animalistic part of us. Almost, yeah, it's, you know? it's the part yeah. of us, if you will, like that craves all those, the seven early sins I believe we've talked about and why I believe evolutionarily it makes sense and why we would develop them. That's what the it is. It's that manifestation. Like bodily desires type of thing. Yes, exactly. Instant gratification. Uh, The it operates on the pleasure principle, which is the idea that Mm -hmm. every impulse should be satisfied immediately regardless of consequences. Um, That reminds me of uh, this, like... Greek philosophy that I forget who he was. I this is just uh I'm not as studied with this gentleman, but I remember reading that you know he thinks that pleasure is the highest virtue that you that one could attain. Like just living in a state of pleasure, but it's about having the correct pleasures. So like maybe there's a distinction between like I'm not sure if he would denounce the bodily type of you know cravings and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's interesting. It's like there's definitely some kind of like I don't want to say thing that we're fighting all the time, but like almost. I mean, it kind of if, if we have a higher mind and a lower mind type of thing, or like a more animalistic mind, then it, it would make sense that it's there for a good reason. But uh, continue, go ahead. <laughs> so I, I do also. I, I think I said it, but I want to make sure it's aware that the it is unconscious. It's you're not conscious that you're thinking. Is built oh, built into you? Yeah, exactly. Your brain is unconsciously thinking of it. Um, and he breaks it down into two parts. There's the um, sex instinct, uh, which he calls the eros, and there's the aggressive instinct called the thanatos. Uh, I believe that's after the Greek gods, but I'm not positive. Sounds Obviously, like it. <laughs> eros and thanatos are definitely Greek words, nonetheless. But um, the eros... And the Thanatos are also, you know, sex and aggressive instincts are also life and death. There's another... Okay, yeah. Um, But, you know, the life instinct, instinctually, we want to eat, we want to fuck, we want (laughs) to do all that kind of shit, Um, you know, which could be gluttony, lust, all those things. Whereas the uh, Thanatos, the death instinct... um, well, that's our aggression, and that can be violence, that can be wrath, that can be whatever else. But yeah, that's you're an ass. Ma- yeah, it makes sense. I, I um, comprehend that. Yeah, fruit, fruit. I fucking read his name so weird because it's spelled F R E U D. Yeah, it's Freud. Uh, Freud. <laughs> Freud believed that uh, the eros, the life, sex, whatever, was stronger than the Thanatos. Um, you know, that way people were more geared towards survival than self-destruction. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say so much about the id because I, it's the most important one I want to come back to, but let me explain. Right, I, yeah, before I, uh, for sure. Keep going. So then we have the uh, ego, and the ego is the part of the psyche that you're conscious of. It's, you know, it's the analytical, logical part of your brain that is like, yeah, that 
you know, it, it sounds cool to do all that shit, <laughs> but uh, I'm good on that. Uh, Freud used the analogy, or makes the analogy, the id is the horse and the ego is the rider. Mm-hmm. You know, the rider has to hold in check the primitive and more powerful horse by all available means, be it, you know, fucking skills, technique, logic, and maybe shit and you get bucked off, you know? Right. Uh, <laughs> Naturally, sure. So, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, and then there's the superego, which is the moralistic, perfectionist part of our psyche. The higher uh, mind. It, if you will, it's the angel on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. The part of us that unconsciously keeps the id in check, especially when you're doing something that's not morally or societally acceptable. Um, and... For I believe that it reflected society's moral values to a certain degree. And uh, a person is sometimes aware of their own morality and ethic. I don't know why the fuck I have that written. I feel like I had more there. But uh, it reflects society's moral values to some degree. So it's sort of... Uh, it, it's shaped as an infant he goes into as well. That your environment around you will shape your superego, your moral foundation... And your moral, you know, it's the angel on your shoulder. So it's telling your ego to pursue moralistic goals uh, rather than just realistic ones or instinctive ones. And it also is the perfectionist part. It wants you to be perfect you. So um, the superego, like the id, also consists of two parts. The conscious and the ideal self. Conscious, kind of self-explanatory. It's the inner voice, you know. It's what makes you feel guilt when you do something that you know is wrong mm-hmm. uh, when you give into those instincts when you give into the id ideal self I feel kind of self-explanatory too but it's, it's what you know you can be if you were to live upright and morally yeah so do you have anything to add to any of that or you want to mm. ask further about before I okay no just let me clarify uh, yeah. so ID, uh, ego, and if we say the ego is like in the middle, and yes. then would the the uh, super ego be the angel on the shoulder, and then the yeah, ID that, that, devil? That's, what, that's why I use that, that analogy. That's pretty much like a good like yeah. yeah okay. The ego is the only one you're aware of. The super ego and the id are um, you're not conscious of them. Yeah. So the ego is essentially your conscious mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's it. I just wanted to make sure I understood that correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes sense, though. It's like, it's a good way of like understanding what would typically be represented or like displayed as that devil and angel on your shoulder. You know? You yeah. And I'm not sure if that's where that idea comes from, right? Or if that predates it, or what? Because I believe Freud was uh, around the early 1900s. Like, I think that maybe, like, it could have been, like, lost information or something like that. Like, maybe, you know, he he brought it to the, mass, the masses or whatever, but well, it could have been... I, I'm just saying the concept of the devil and angel on your shoulder because I... Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I haven't read exactly his literature on it. I've just kind of read different articles about it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you never read that he like stated it as that. Yeah, you? I never read his exact statements. I read multiple different uh, pages about. Okay, yeah. Um, That's cool. So, 
I don't know if he makes that comparison at all or that analogy. Right. Some of the pages kind of alluded to that, but didn't say that explicitly. And I don't know if that maybe predates it with, you know, maybe there was some Shakespearean play where that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That, I know what you mean. Yeah. Where does, where does that come from? Yeah. But um, I'm going to grab a drink real quick, but I, I got a question. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, what do you think? I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Just lay it on me. Slay it on What is your um, interpretation of how, like, do you think that this is accurate? Do you think this is false? Um, because obviously he didn't use analytical data as we normally do for scientific theories and such and studies. So you go ahead. All right. What do you think? I'm, try- I'm trying to think. Um... I mean, because I feel like there's like multiple ways of, you know, like just just because uh, someone's explaining something one way and somebody else explains it another way, like they could be experiencing the same thing but explaining it in a different way because that's like how they know how to. Or that's in their that's what's in their toolbox in order to explain it. Like they can only put together what they have basically come to understand in the world, you know. So he put it the way he understood it through his like training or you know studying and whatnot. And like I agree that those things are ever present in like life, but I just it's like whether or not you agree with every little thing that they describe the the rough concept of it you agree with yeah the the uh exactitudes you are not sure i'm not sure about because i haven't studied myself yeah Yeah. exactly and i mean you can't really be but the idea that we do have an impulsive you know the core concept of it yeah which I do also agree. Like with. you got you got to be you got to be a little bit like defective or something's wrong if you if you feel like no, I don't experience all three of those type of things. Those things are all just like one thing, you know, like whatever. Like they they're one thing called your your friggin' mind, but like you know, like can you conceptually break it down to understand that thing, that thing and that thing, you know? Like can you or do you just neglect that altogether and be like, it sounds like you're just describing how a person is, you know, type of thing. But I, I like the more broken down way of looking at it, you know, the deeper, like, what is the nature of the thing? So, yeah, yeah I, I appreciate uh, this man's work, except for I know some people like I don't know what they denounce of his work, but yeah, some people do not. I don't know why he's controversial, but I know that. Maybe he just got a lot of hype, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I, I think, honestly, his work is probably disputed because, as I said, he didn't do actual studies. It was just kind of anecdotal data from, you know, his years of being a psychologist or whatever. So mm-hmm. whatever the fuck and, like, that method that you mentioned of, like, kind of just letting people freely associate what they yeah. would like together and, like, seeing where that will take him and his studies is, like, that's a real interesting <laughs> approach to it, you know? Because... So, because I wonder about that too, about essentially, like, I would call that maybe like, 
he's looking at the micro and then trying to apply that to the macro, you know? Like, he's looking at his subjective, what he's experiencing and being like, well, based off this pool of people, which is still done today, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's like, it's interesting. It's like, you would like to think that the rules that you study in this group of people, this pool of people apply throughout all of people, but perhaps that could be wrong, right? Like, yeah. we could say that perhaps it could be wrong. So with the whole free association thing, essentially the idea of it is you don't interject, you know, as a therapist instead of trying to give solutions right away. You just kind of let the person like, continuously... Don't put your objectivity into them. Let them have their own objectivity, I suppose. And you, you don't even necessarily question things or answer if they ask a question because if you leave it silent long enough, they tend to answer themselves. Mm-hmm. And... You just kind of listen until they're run out of steam, and by the time they do, they normally will have gotten to the root of their problem. But you kind of need somebody else to be there. If you're just talking to yourself, it, it I don't know, but something about having somebody else there, and part of it also is like, you know, making eye contact and expressing emotion. You have to genuinely be listening to what they are saying, and you know, be attentive. You can't mm-hmm. just fucking zone the fuck out. But if you listen, you're attentive and you just kind of let them speak, they will tend to kind of figure out the solution to their own problems. But yes, yes. In doing that, he kind of realized these different things. And I believe, um, so there's a whole other, you know, there's a whole next thing. It's like, I forget the term he uses. It's some like psychosexual, something that kind of helps form your, superego's morality but in general the superego as I said it's formed early in childhood and it's uh, kind of off of your environment your society and all that and I feel like the superego modern times you know we've because of technology and how social media is it's kind of glorified the you know impulses of the id Instead, and that sort of even become the superego, and that's not good for society, in my opinion, at least, because we're giving into these, you know, everything is sexualized, it, everything... A lot is, of people would refer to it as, like, lower vibrational type of stuff, you know? Like, do you know what I'm saying? No, elaborate. Like, lower, like, high vibrational would be, like, all good stuff, but low vibrational is, like, all so bad stuff. So the higher frequency of vibration is the more morally correct right type. closer to god if you will right so like you know it's Without like god. all this like i guess you would say like modern i don't know what you call it trends and social media and all this different stuff that they have now like they're i i don't want to say that things are bad in and of themselves but like they're clearly being used to such an extent that they're having like adverse effects on society or the youth who is then the future of society so like uh i don't know uh i think it's just like low vibrational programming that they're putting out there i guess you would call it that like it's like what you're saying it's getting the youth's uh super ego to such a point that by the time they're an adult they really don't have any like I don't want to say moral conscience, but, like, moral compass. Like, 
like their moral compass is just like a little bit like whacked out like they don't it's, it's been spun around too many times yeah and i feel like as well the um so one of the two parts of the superego is the ideal self well yeah people's ideal self now has kind of become you know fucking oh i'm gonna have a bunch of bitches and a bunch of cars and all like this. based on an ideal type of thing like yeah. ideally like once i have these this harem of women or once i have all this nice clothes or cars then like then like stuff will really start clicking for my life but like that's like a fallacy like there's no higher value to that like skipping into those instant gratification kind of urges that we all have which your superego is supposed to regulate yeah it's supposed to be the opposite but because of technology and things like instagram and kind of how you know some celebrities glorify these kind of things well doesn't really and it's real interesting it's real interesting that like you know like the idea of a free market right we don't have to get so into that but just the idea like that the things aren't bad like they should be allowed to exist people should be allowed to like you know rich people should be allowed to glorify their jewelry or their cars whatever the heck they got but like why is there this like impulsive need to like want that or we think we look at i guess idols or successful people and then want to have what they have or be like them opposed to finding your own path or being like however you would come to be if you didn't idol worship you know what i mean yeah. like imagine a life without idol worship and that's like a thing I tried to talk to some people about in my life, you know, you know who, and they're like, so what, you don't think we should, like, look up to people? No, looking up to people is okay. Like, there's, like, a, a real, a reality to the... But you shouldn't worship them, like, idols, what you Yeah, saying. like, there's a, rea- a reality to, like, the master-apprentice type of vibe, but, you know, <laughs> like, the... Like, the way Aristotle was still able to look at Plato and be like, oh, I think that he had some holes in his game, even though he was my master, essentially. Like, that's a perfect master-student relationship right there. Not where you look at their work or what they're doing or what they have, and you're like, I need to adopt all of that. I need to be like that. Like, that more than likely will lead, lead you to, like, lose your true self and lose your identity and shit but uh, so to try to summarize what i yeah you're saying um you're saying essentially we're letting ourselves be fueled by envy for what other people have instead of our own you know goals and what we look for yeah real maybe maybe like other than like doing that other than taking like a second or a minute or a day or a week or whatever the hell you need to like think about what your path is how you've gotten to the point where you are and you know like i guess you would call it some like shadow work so to speak where you're like working on the part of yourself that you're not like usually present with you know like Mm -hmm. you're thinking about your future self you're thinking about your past self you're like but you need to think about your present self. <laughs> yeah. You need to think about how you're going to get your present self to... These this, places. This yes. supposed future self you have. 
that that you can like, see, but like, is it okay? Like, you have to look at your ideals. Like, what is your ideal form of yourself? Is it a true ideal form of yourself, or is there something like, say, somebody's going for all those cars, all those girls, all those whatever, and then they get that and they're not happy. Well, they have to reanalyze what their ideal life is, ideal self is, and they'll be forced to because otherwise they'll be living in an unhappy state. So, like, no matter what, I think it's kind of like you said with uh, Freud's method where, like, people will come to their own conclusion that, like, they have to – I don't know if it's the right conclusion or not, but – I think they'll come to the right conclusion. Like they'll figure it out. Like they'll they'll answer themselves. I guess yes. Yeah. What did you ask me? I don't remember. Um. To begin with, I don't know. You went on for a while, and I kind of, <laughs> you know, was just trying to clarify what you're saying so I could keep up. Yeah. Um. But, you know, we we're talking about how. You know, I, I believe the ideal self has been corrupted because. Oh of, yeah. Because people naturally, it is a, you know. It is part of the id. It's like idol worship. That's what I was got uh, yeah. on tangent about. If you will, you know, it's part of the id to, you know, you want to have power. You aspire to be an idol that people worship. So those who have such power, they're going to take full advantage of it. And they're going to kind of give into that, which is just going to make it harder for people on the bottom. We need proper... Like role models, or exactly. like? <laughs> proper fucking role models. It's weird, and, yeah. Like it's like, why is it so hard to get that? I mean, there are like genuine people that are coming up through this internet age now that are really helping people. But I feel like a lot of them are not as popular as they should be. Right? They don't get the promo. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get the front page. They don't get the algorithm recognition. And, you know, I've heard many people speak on it too. Because evolutionarily it makes sense, you know, we tend to focus on the negatives of things too. Um, but also, you know, you look at somebody who's fucking got a bunch of money and doing all these ridiculous ass things. So like, oh, that seems fun, like instantaneously. Whereas, you know, one of my biggest goals in life is to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And the thought of, you know, it's fucking like 18 years you got to put in... Probably more, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Kids ain't it's like fucking... A, yeah, it's like exactly. a contract. Exactly, and it takes a lot of fucking time, and it's not just a instant gratification type thing. But the joy of raising a fucking kid, I mean... That, that's an interesting that idea. Thing. Yeah, that's the interesting idea right there. That is like... It's even hard in my own life implementing like new habits with the idea of that in mind that like it's for the long term like you're not going to get immediate results you're going to have to wait a bit before even noticing a result or something like that you know like it's literally going to take i don't know like time depending on whatever it is that you're trying to do and like yeah i don't know go back to your point well yeah but that's um you get that uh you get you get a more fulfilling sense of accomplishment once you do reach that right that instant gratification. Delayed gratification is a lot fucking better. Um, the superego is even Freud even describes it as like the purveyor of rewards, but also of punishment. You know, and rewards. You know, that's that feeling of satisfaction. 
punishment is shame, guilt. You know, if you give into your impulsive things, and that's why, you know, I've seen plenty of memes of like, you know, the dude, oh, guys, uh, after masturbating or whatever, and it's just like super depressed. Like, you, you seen those fucking memes? You know, what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, because you you feel that sense of guilt. You know what you did is fucking wrong, but a lot of the time you don't want to admit it to yourself, and. Mm-hmm. over time you're just digging yourself deeper in that hole and especially in a society where it's you know so advertised <laughs> yeah fucking be promiscuous fuck monogamy all that bullshit completely yeah with. and like the accessibility to explicit shit now yeah. is like bruh it's right at your fingertips like kidding me that's yeah. crazy like and, and then Ooh, like kids are getting in their smartphones at like first grade or younger now. Yeah, like, this is ridiculous. Oh, this is a whole new territory that we've never like. We're literally branching into uncharted territory all the time. Like younger and younger. Like I don't know thoughts on parents that give their kids like the phone or the yeah, tablet no, all the time. Fucked. I it, think you need to be more attentive as a parent, it's especially wild. like, dude. You see, fucking some parents. <laughs> give their toddler a fucking tablet and just oh go it's like yeah your kids gonna get scream. out of my hair yeah exactly your kids gonna scream your kids gonna whine but that's part of being a fucking parent dude you have to well you they, have to do that shit so yeah. you make a proper fucking member of society instead of somebody who's just right and they don't realize like the value like the same way i was just describing like where it's it, it can be hard to understand this but you have to understand it that like there is value in not doing that or like not giving that to your kid disciplining your kid or taking care of your kid or being attentive to your kid and so, it's a lot more difficult to do that right like it's gonna be literally more physically mentally demanding yes but like the kid will love you respect you like look at you for uh and they'll, be... they'll confide in you you know like the, like the, right. the kid you want and that's what you want long term but parents will be like Literally, like, parents will be like, no, because I'm your parent, that all comes with that. Not like, I have to do A, B, and C and put in the work in order to get those things from you. Like, just because I'm your parent, those things will be there. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. Like, you gotta be attentive to your your kid. Otherwise, like, I've seen it in my own freaking life, man, with, you know, whoever, where it's like, if the parent ain't there, bro, all the way, like then, like if they if they're one foot in, one foot out, or mostly out and only sometimes in, then like it really does like do do a pretty good amount of damage, you know, like long term. Like it doesn't give the imp- uh, the proper impression of your of your parents to you, and like because you don't really know them, they're just kind of. They gave birth to me, and then they supplied my tablets and all my <laughs> yeah. fucking toy electronics and shit. That's all they do for you. Yeah, really. or like they gave me what I want all the time, type of thing. Yeah. And like that ain't that ain't good neither. Like yeah, people need to learn to say no to their kids. I hate when I'm in public and there's like kids who's like, dude, discipline your fucking kid. They're okay, t- you need to. You are the person to teach that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you you're, you're the right. Person yeah. to teach them what is societally acceptable. You know, back to the super ego. You know, Freud talks about it being developed in your early childhood and such yeah and that's by your parents predominantly by you know this is how you're supposed to act in society mm-hmm. you're not supposed to just be on your tablet screaming and whatever and that's a lot of the reason you know if your kid's gonna fucking scream wow 
let them scream. You don't just give them the tablet to shut them up, and then they just you, you keep that cycle of giving them what they want, and you develop that same shit of instant well, gratification. Yeah, and it's also like a uh, I've noticed this too, and it's so weird, like a con- like a conditional thing. Like the kid doesn't behave for the right reasons. They behave because they know that. If they act like a good boy for a little bit, then they're going to get rewarded or they get what they want or whatever. Like, it's a weird thing where it becomes contractual like that. Like, oh, I'm going to get, like, extra time on the game or I'm going to get extra dessert or whatever, literally. Now, now some respect, I believe, that's kind of how it should be. You know, you got to know there's contractual things. But no, you're I right. I know what you're saying of it's sort of like... They put on an act, I guess, or and it, then they break that when they're at home and they be a little asshole. Yeah, or not. Not only that, but like it just—it's about the the material or like the subject matter of like what they're letting their kids have more of. You know, like just right, like the things that you're giving them maybe shouldn't be like I don't know, like staying up later on the game or like whatever, like eating crappier foods or whatever it is that. Being, like I don't know what it is because at the end of the day, if if they have internet access through computer, phone, whatever, I don't think kids should have unlimited internet access. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's kind of where the line is like crossed or whatever. You like, pull up. Oh yeah. If if they uh, if they just have like, okay, like let's say like how it was for me and you growing up. Like, did you have? I remember you had a computer room. I had a computer room for most of my childhood like was that pretty much your access to the computer yeah it was or the internet i mean until like eighth grade ish Mm -hmm. you know when i had fucking i got my first phone but like yeah it was the computer was in a shared room that was you know you you didn't you didn't have access to the internet in a closed shit fucking room or whatever and once i did it was like fucked there it all (laughs) yeah and i mean I got my first, like, smartphone. Have, have I told you the story? I was walking home from school, I believe, with uh, fucking Jay. And, um, fucking, it was just, there was a phone on the fucking ground. And I was like, oh, shit, what is this? And I turned it on. It turned on. <laughs> I took the SIM card out, threw it over the fence next to us. Uh, you remember the fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went home, fucking reset it, and got my parents to set it up. That was my first smartphone. Before that, they'd only trust me with, like, flip phones and shit. Wow. Which, I kind of wish I didn't find it in retrospect now, because (laughs) unfettered access to the internet at that age is not good. It was like a, dude, that's crazy. It's like a little, like, bro, it's so, like, weird. Like, okay, I have to put my thoughts into words. Uh, So it's like, you know... Whoever put phones out there knew that, like, bro, there's no way we're going to be able to regulate these, like, smartphones. Like, the youth, like, these are going to do damage to the youth, bro. And then, like... I don't think they even necessarily considered that. I mean, well, maybe some people did I'm at think- some point. Okay, I'm thinking, like, the way that the heads of it are thinking, like, okay, like, clearly there's, like, negative side effects in the future to this, but it's up to them how they regulate them. It's up to them how they regulate themselves on it, which is true, but, like... Okay, clearly it's going to get away to a point where, like, they're so accessible that, like, you know, I guess people are dropping them or whatever. Like, obviously they're not Maybe doing not. they're not doing it on purpose, but, like, that kid dropped his or whoever dropped theirs that you... 
Right, right. So, like, it was a regular thing, boom, fell out of your pocket. And then, like, like I guess regular thing meaning it was normalized to have smartphones at that point, like, Twenty, yeah, twenty thirteen, fourteen, yeah. and like, boom! You find this like thing, and it's actually like, it's actually a portal. It's literally a portal, bro, into this other dimension. Like, yeah, it's see, so trippy. Like, it's trippy. That's I how like I, uh, I'm thinking about it. Like, giving too much negative connotation, whatever the fuck, to the original creators. I believe you know you made it. The people who originally made it, you know, Steve Jobs or whatever. I think the iPhone was the first smartphone. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, like the first one with like the touch screen. Yeah, yeah. And all that shit. I believe you know the thoughts was while well, you have access to all this information, <laughs> you could do research all this shit. They didn't think you know. I just going to be on fucking Pornhub and on TikTok and on fucking you know rotting their fucking brains, destroying their attention spans, and I know, I'm more inclined to look. I'm more inclined to believe that, like, not the whole, maybe not the whole board, but somebody understood that this would be, like, one of the most destructive things to society. Like, I think I that think somebody would foresee on, that. The, the first first couple of years of it, I don't think that was necessarily even a thought because you get so in your head about, oh, there's here's all the positives of what I'm going to do. Yeah. And once you kind of get down and you're doing it, it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't really consider this negative. I'm open to that. I'm open and to the, that, like, hypothesis of, I, like... I, I also, I don't like just assuming malice intent on people, personally. I, I, I like to assume the best, I guess. Even though people... I, I do, but do. I, I do, but not out of... Not out of a... A corporation, like a corporate entity, like as big as Apple or anybody like that, like then, like you're as good as like a, like a, I don't know, an enemy to me. <laughs> like if you're a corporate, like sh- like I don't know what to call it. Like if you got corporate, like you're a corporate fat cat. <laughs> yeah, like if you're a corporate, like I want to say like shill or whatever, but like. You're, a corporate shill is something different than I feel like what you're trying to say. If you're like a big like suit in a corporation, I know you're still just a dude or a woman, but like that doesn't remove you from like being a part of something that is like overall more net negative than net positive, I would say in terms of the effects that your products are having on people. But at the same time, I don't know. Because if you ask people if they like having their iPhone, they'd probably all tell you, yeah. So it's like... You could make the argument, too, that it's like, you know, you don't necessarily always look at the negatives. You look at the positives. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I agree that, like, many of them could have thought about... You know, I think nowadays people do tend to look at the negatives more because they contrast it. You know, on Instagram, everyone only shows the positives, you know, to kind of bring it back. But, uh, you know... I feel like when you, especially in terms of we're talking successful ass people, they don't necessarily consider all the negatives. You kind of look at the positives, and you. But that's you have to be. That's a part of the destructive like nature of those people is like their failure to look at that. Yeah. And yeah. I make that argument, bro. George Lucas made that argument. It's kind of like the Jedi got <laughs> two in their own ass, and they, <laughs> yeah. they became, you know, so full of themselves, believing that what they were doing was righteous when some of what they were doing was completely wrong they're abducting fucking children all that kind of i'll give (laughs) you i'll give you one more weird one that i made this connection on my own and you're gonna be like 
maybe you're full of gas or whatever, but like, bro, blowing hot air. But think about the Apple logo with the bite from the the fruit. And then think about the yes, no, think about the, er, the the sin. The, yeah, everyone makes that. It's that, so that's weird. Like the most fucking it, but it's so weird. Apple. It's so like it's so like right in your face. It's like I think it's just coincidental weird. because you get a nice snappy name. It's part of like I'm trying to make businesses and shit. That's one of the things I know you what you do. mean. You want to have a simple one word memorizable name, and then with a logo, well. Your name is fucking Apple. If you just but, use a default, but was Apple, it esoteric in nature, in your opinion? Like, did they do it with the esoteric? I hear the word. Now. Like, meaning, like you can make, like, if you're studied, like, if you're thinking about the story of Adam and Eve, then you would make the connection, like, oh, that's the forbidden fruit that's bitten out of. Yeah, it. but I don't think that was the conclusion made when they were fucking doing it. And I mean, I guess you could make the argument some people do of like, you know, if you are evil, people like to kind of. They they like to show it and they like to show their hand without outright yeah, saying it. Yeah, they, yeah. they get cocky and that's how yeah. a lot of serial killers actually get caught and shit. That's what I'm they get saying. Very it's like that. But, it's like that. I think. <laughs> but in this case, it's like it's a simple fucking. You want a nice snappy name? You know, Windows is kind of snappy too. But like, you don't just want a default Apple. Oh, there's a conspiracy they, with them too. I forget what the what the hell Windows well, is. Bill but. Gates is fucked. That's a whole other thing we could get into. But Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm still rocking this product. You know, though. you have fucking... You get some motherfuckers making a logo and it's like, okay, let's not just use a regular red apple. Let's get something sleek. We're a tech company. So, you know, black and white or silver or whatever. I don't know what the fuck the first Apple logo was. I think white. And to make it more distinct of just a fucking... Because it would just be like a circle with a stem. You put a bite in it. It makes it more distinguished. It makes it more recognizable. Simplicity and recognizability, especially off of just a silhouette, is like the key to character design and other... Like, I, I know it predominantly because, you know, studying shit for writing character design and all of that. If you have a unique silhouette, but there's not a bunch of moving parts, like... That's why the Transformer movies are ass, you know, fucking... <laughs> dude, you see the fucking Transformer? They got so many moving parts, and it's, like, all fucked. And if you saw a silhouette of one, it's like, I don't know which one that is. Yeah, yeah. You see a silhouette of fucking Darth Vader, well, you'd know who the fuck that is. Uh, and that's because it's good character design. It's simple. There's not a... F- it's not a clusterfuck to the eyes. And that's what you want to do with logos as well. If even more so, you want it more simple than that. So I don't think there is a, we're, we're a Satanist company, so we're going to we're gonna show the bitten apple because we're going to be the fall of man. I feel like that could be a coincidence. If you're extremely religious, you could make the argument, maybe Steve Jobs was another interpretation of Satan. Maybe he was a demon. Who fucking knows? I just think that it's no coincidence that they're like, the dominant, like, cell, like, whatever you call that, like, phone provider. Maybe they're not, but, like, I mean, I, they're Apple's, huge. Yeah, I, I think Apple's bigger than fucking, like, like, maybe it's shit. like a 50, like, 5%, like, that they have on I, the I phone feel like it's thing. Probably like 60, 40. Something Apple like that. Yeah. That. Um, so, like, just the fact that they're that big and, like, with, with, I guess the potentiality of that esoteric connection, like, why does it just coincidentally look like that? Like, 
Like we could make a bunch of conspiracy theories too. You could also talk no, about yeah, how, that's what I'm saying. Like logos yeah. go on for days, but not even just logos. I'm talking about with Apple specifically, especially with why they're a bit bigger. Is because they're much simpler to use. They're not as mm-hmm. fucked. I, I, they're a lot more. Uh, well, the problem is that they're like they're, the the government allows patents, so that therefore like Apple can just be like nobody can copy this technology. Nobody well, can copy this. No patent, but. But, like, people should be able to make their version of an iPhone and then, like... I mean, they can. Look they at should... what you just fucking but, showed me. But... Or do you have an iPhone? No, I don't. Okay. But because they're... But they can't replicate exactly what Apple does because of, like, the government... Daddy government protects them. Well, I'm, I'm personally for copywriting things. I don't think people should be able to steal our name or our logo or anything. They should... They, everybody, they should be able to, but the thing is, they won't be the true one. So, whoever does it the best will prevail. Well, yeah, and obviously, but... So, I, I say fuck all that shit. Well, yes and no, because what if another company blows up under the name Apple... They have a no. I get it. Like, 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 say, like, we're the many parallels, bro, and we end up getting like 10k, and then like somebody with like I don't know 100k subscribers vacates their channel, and then they give this new podcast people one, and then they want to be the many parallels, and then because they were able to purchase the vacant channel, it's <clears> like <throat> they automatically have a much bigger reach, and well, we already have the channel, so. But you know what I'm saying? Like they would be like the more prominent, the many well, parallels. Well, one thing, but one thing you should do, at least if you're trying to start something like this, is do your research and see. Hey, is there already something else named this that has no, some sort of following? I, I remember but doing that what in if like they, middle what if they, school. What if these bands? Right. I'm saying I agree with that. But what if these people don't have that value, and, and they're like they thought of the many parallels too, and then they're like, you know, like I'm just gonna take it because it's a free market, and like. The only way we would be able to prevail over them is by, because of the traction they're generating, people would run into us and realize that we're better and then come to us, or, like, I don't know, we would just not prevail because they would have gotten the upper hand on us, and then we'd have to start over. So, like, I I don't know. It's like, I agree that, like, there is utility to, to patents and copyright, all this stuff. But, but th- that's one thing, though, is, like... I could see it without it, too. I don't know. I don't know the exactitudes of Apple and shit, but... I, I mean, you can't copyright the word Apple, necessarily. <laughs> you can't copyright that, but... Maybe if you want to start a... Yeah, if you want to start, like, a technology company, like, you couldn't... You, you can't have a cert Like, you couldn't get Apple LLC or some shit. You couldn't yeah. do that. Um... Unless they're Apple technology or some shit or some Macintosh weird, yeah. But oh, that'd be weird. Because <laughs> well, the original computers I were called Macintosh, yeah. so bro, you know that those bitches were out in like the 1970s, bro. I did not know they were that old. What the fuck? Like, like I watched a video when they first released them into like I forget if it was Best Buy all the way back then or some kind of equivalent, <clears throat> but it was really like 1979 or eight where they were like. They had the first model of a Macintosh like out on display for like the richest fuckers to go yeah. buy, you know? And I'm like <coughs> it, it looked like some big old hunk of fucking crap and I'm like, that's crazy, bro. Like the seventies, bro. Like I wonder if they had like cause my conspiracy ass brain is like they have shit thirty years ahead. So like that means that whatever was available in like the 2000s or whatever they might have had access to but what do you who who is they 
Okay, first so... First Macintosh actually came out in 84. Okay. I, I looked it up. So maybe it was like a... I don't know, like a prototype or something. But I do remember it being like 70-some shit. Or or the information was... I mean, uh, were you the, sure was that store? Or was it... That's what know, I'm saying. A display thing of, at Apple? Because I'm yeah. sure they probably had functional things. I mean, they had computers in the 60s, but they took up like an entire fucking room. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. This was like the first like condensed <clears throat> one probably or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, that's crazy. Like, um, Yeah, I don't know, bro. I'm saying though, like... You know, like, there's a lot of theories that there was advanced civilizations, etc., even though I don't know if you like that or not. Like, I think you're like, no, like, they've explained how they built a lot of stuff now and yeah. shit like that. But, like, I'm willing to believe that there was other eras of human beings or whatever like that, that we may have had to restart, reset, or, like, things wiped us out and shit. And, like... There's lost information out there, but I believe that, like, certain lines of people or people have this, like, lost information, and, like, it only gets through to our society as, like, they willingly put it through. Like, I don't think it's, like, I don't know, like, scientists or something or, like, groundbreaking research that's, like, coming out with these... Like, there are discoveries that are brand new... Trust me, but like I think that somebody also puts out stuff like they open the gates to certain t- technologies or waves of technologies, but maybe that's just bullshit. Maybe it's like natural development. I don't know. So I'm very confused on what you're saying exactly. Like there's keepers of, of like sacred knowledge, I believe. Like I don't have any proof for that, but I believe that people have the knowledge and then they like. Re- what, what knowledge exactly? Like, okay, as we get more advanced, like, that knowledge. Well, I mean, it's, um, said... We as, like, like the, the, pu- the public... The usually, like, I think 10 or 20 years ahead of, civ- like, citizens in terms of yeah. what access to technology they have, especially because, you know, they just have... A and that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, and I've, like, watched, like, briefings or, like, <clears throat> like, talks or I don't know what they're called, like, conferences of, like, ex whoever military motherfucker and like x this dude x that guy and they're like trying to disclose that they're like this many years ahead of us but the thing is is that no one's like consistent with it like 20 years 30 years well how advanced are they ahead of us like i feel like this is just what people that are there what does that what does that even mean to be you know, that's what that I'm far. saying. Especially that's what I'm saying. Who knows where the consumer market is going to go in that amount of time? And who knows if it's going to surpass that in before 10 years ahead? So you can't even necessarily that's, measure. How that, do you measure that? that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what is allowing them to either calculate that it's that far ahead or whatever. Like you said, how do you measure it? So it's like maybe that's what was disclosed to them or whatever. But... Like, at the end of the day, bro, I don't know if, like, the development of technology itself is orchestrated or organic. Like, and I guess you can make the claim that, like, orchestrated can be organic because it's, like, what people are willing to do. Yeah, I mean, to have an orchestra, you gotta have a conductor, bro. Right, right. But... And I... Conductor could just be organically. Worked. But what if the conductor doesn't have the best interest though, and then like the orchestra 
doesn't play and, good and that's music. A fair argument <laughs> that you can make, but I mean, come back. But you don't know if they're good or not, I guess. But yeah, you don't, and that's kind of what's up with the uh, free market, and it's up to the consumer to kind of decide with their dollar yeah. to support. And that's why there's, you know, companies like Rumble and shit and other things trying to make a parallel economy because they believe... Pornhub. No, I'm kidding. There's already enough alternatives to that. You got Axe Hamster. You got no, it's... it's <laughs> it, yeah, it's crazy that people, like... People actually use Pornhub as, like, a, an alternative to, like, YouTube or, like, something they do? like... Yeah, like, people will, I like... Not know that. People will upload, like, music videos to there or, I mean, like, I, I remember... Different stuff like that. There's a big that. thing of, like, King A10. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I don't think... Uh... uh I like a few songs about them. They're pretty good. Um, but uh, they uploaded like a music video exclusively to Pornhub forever ago. Like in the last five years or no? Yeah, within the last five years. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like it's become like a thing like that where it's like a promo type of thing. Where it's like, I don't know what type of porn you had to be watching for it to get recommended to yeah, you. Right. But but like somehow it, like these things will end up getting hundreds of thousands of views sometimes. So it's like good for them, bro. Well, I think... One of the reasons King 810 did it was because um, it was like a not safe for work video or some shit like that. But like, yeah, I hadn't heard of the band before that. And then I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then I went and listened to some of their other music and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was it a good is, promo in that case. Yeah, yeah. especially because <laughs> yeah. I think they were one of the first, I mean, one of the first bands in the scene that I'm a part of, at least, that did it. So Yeah, yeah. I, only, I, I never heard about, like, bands doing it, but it makes total sense that they would if, like, rappers and other people. I mean, I've seen, like, YouTubers, too, like, have, like, they'll start uploading their content to Pornhub because they got kicked off of YouTube. And it's, like... Go to Rumble and It's so weird. That's like actual... It's, like, people go to Rumble and shit looking for things like that. You don't go to Pornhub looking for... Content. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I've seen like that. of, like, memes that were just, like, screenshots from Pornhub that were, like... Kid gets fucked by long, <laughs> by like 700 meter quick scope or some shit, whatever the fuck it yeah. might be. Dumb shit like that, but. Yeah, it's, it's a different era, bro. I don't know. Like, whatever I guess will make you money. I don't know what Pornhub is paying off of ad revenue, but maybe it's equivalent in. in uh... But I think it's detrimental to society because then it's like, you know, you go to watch, you know, you go to watch your videos on Pornhub, I guess, from fucking, say, Mr. Beast. <laughs> and then it's like, oh shit. Gangbang, oh, yeah, that yeah. And then you go down that rabbit hole, and it's a, it fucks it's, you up. I don't think it's like kind of like an upload to Pornhub, but it's kind of like having a bunch of uh, massage parlors next to like a cafe. That well, get, like having a bunch of brothels next to well, that's the only restaurant in town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Not, not a good. Uh, like not yeah. massage parlor, but like a Thai massage parlor. Yeah, the ones where they like yeah yeah. Do the the good shit, yeah. But anyway, you said brothel. But yeah, I. And that's why you know make sure you know we'll, it's just, this 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 will be on YouTube. But make sure to share it on Rumble and shit. Because I yeah. I would rather that be successful because it shares more of my. Well, it's weird with like and, YouTube because <laughs> like I thought about this for a long time. Ever since like I think like 2017 or 16, I was watching. Like, you know, iDubbbz, you remember him being relevant back then? Like, uh, I just remember him with the Tana Mongoose thing. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then uh, H3, I don't know if you remember him at all, but he... He, he, he got in some shit not too long ago with uh, Crowder, and he was just made an ass of himself. And was H3 did? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, yeah. I agree now that I'm, like, older and I understand, like, I don't know, my opinion, like, values a little bit more, you know, principles, like... He's not that type of individual that has, like, I don't know, traditional values or, like, typically, like, stuff like that. So, like, he's more, like, I don't know what you would call, like, modern liberal or whatever. So, like, therefore, you know, he made really funny fucking content, which was great. But then he started getting into podcasting in, like, I don't know what year, like, around that time and shit. And, like, I started realizing, like, oh, yeah, I don't really vibe with like his like stances on a lot of stuff and and like his funny content was more or less like a thing of the past at that point so it was like i stopped watching him and was shit it, like was that it like he um just his sense of humor changed or was it that he kind of was clinging to the past and what used to be funny and, and it the, wasn't anymore the, it the, the podcast yeah. just took over in terms of his main thing that he did mm, so that yeah so it, and and on top of that he started a merch line which like i get that they put a lot of work into it like in terms of there was a lot of abstract designs and crap like that like it was cool but like nothing i wanted or would rock type of thing but like they they did like some pretty cool merch and stuff so i know that was like a big thing it's called like Teddy Fresh or something like that. Teddy Fresh, yeah. It was just like a little teddy bear. Not gonna uh, lie, awful name, but yeah, my thoughts. yeah. And and uh, why? W- 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 how do we get to these YouTubers? What are we talking? Well, we were talking about? about just in general, you know, parallel economy and all that shit. Oh, and... I remember that they started getting like regulated and stuff like that, like these YouTubers back then. And I'm like, dude, like, how long is it gonna be before like they start coming down on like? You know, real stupid stuff like saying, like, gay or saying yeah, and that's, whatever. And it's, like, started to happen now. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I think Steven Crowder's been demonetized for, like, five years now. And there's some shit like that. It's been a fucking while. And he, he talks all the time about that kind of shit. He gets, their channel gets fucking suspended on YouTube all the time for, like, one time they got suspended for literally reading shit off of the CDC's website about COVID. That was a year old and no longer relevant on, yeah. what, on what the CDC was saying. So they uh, revoked it forever for spreading misinformation and all that shit. Right. I, I've even but seen not right. things in court, like fucking uh, in front of the Senate and shit, I think it was. They were talking about YouTube censorship and how it's supposed to be, you know, a town square. They get certain tax breaks and like. You can't sue YouTube if somebody were to release a video on there inciting violence and that caused something. YouTube isn't technically responsible for that because they're not a publisher. But with how much censoring they are, they're kind of overstepping that line. Mm-hmm. So at what point are they encroaching upon the First Amendment and should they lose those privileges? And they even talked about, they kind of leave that the people that were talking at the court hearing or whatever the fuck were talking about how... Um, a lot of their terms are very uh, loosely set or loosely written, and they even made a term. I think it was actually Ted Cruz who said it. They have the Crowder rule, where something will happen. It's usually Stephen Crowder because he's one of the like 
top conservative podcasters. Um, and he'll say some shit and they'll just be like, uh, yeah, actually this violates our rule that is just now put into writing and shit and then ban them. And they do that with a lot of people with views that don't fit their narrative. Yeah. And that's all fucked. But that's why we're building sort of, or people are trying to build a parallel economy and shit. And that comes back to having free market, voting with your dollar. And if Apple really is a satanic organization, <laughs> we will not support them. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it'll be, a, it'll be a new brand that comes out, but I don't know who. But, but like, I, I understand the idea of, like, censoring shit like pornography. I don't think that should be up there and shit. And there should be certain things where it's like, oh, kids can't watch this or whatever. There needs to be some sort of moderation. But, you know, at a certain point, it's like, just because you disagree with it, you shouldn't censor it. But if they're actively inciting violence, if they're doxing people, if, you know, there's an argument to be made with explicit content. I don't think it should be allowed on shit. And I think you should have to do some sort of... identification like ID verification or some shit to go on porn websites or whatever because well, do it's it. too I, easy for kids to get on I, that shit I swear like yeah. back in the day like it kind of was like that with some of those websites it was just but, your date of birth but you know how but, easy it was to yeah, lie yeah 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 but like yeah I think that was always the glory of Pornhub was that like it was just so like easy to get on there bro but uh yeah I mean, dude, I, it was always fucking easy to get on that shit. Like, yeah, it was cool. But, it, it wasn't cool. <laughs> no, I it know. Was very, very but like, detrimental at, to at us. the at the time, you like you think. Yeah, you think the, oh, it's the school is so easy. You're like, to, bro, whoa, be. like, yeah, there's cheeks everywhere, like. But yeah, you don't like. I don't know. Nobody like. There's literally no like forewarning about that at all in society, bro. Like here, here's a device that will give you access to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh my god, uh, unlimited crap. Now bro. we could go into uh, some of the other shit, uh, but it's kind of unrelated to the topic, I guess. Yeah. Um, so to kind of bring it back, I guess I, I think that um, you know, giving kids a phone and all that shit. We, we have too much access to shit, and it's because it's not regulated like that, um, especially things like pornography, it's so easy for kids to get access to. Well, it's uh, it, it, that's where the parents need to kind of instill some moral value, and they need to keep check on their fucking kids. <laughs> right. Because, like, no offense to my parents, I doubt they'll fucking watch this even, but like, I was kind of raised by. Xbox and the internet. Predominantly fucking Xbox and fucking Destiny. Uh, shit, I... When yeah. that shit came out, it was like, I was my life for like years, bro, and it's fucked. That's how Call of Duty was for me, for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. So, that... It was like... It, it led me down a path of extreme fucking depression, and it was not fun, and I didn't realize... It's because I wasn't doing anything with my life. I'm, I wasn't developing skills. I was just, you know, fucking trying to run all the raids one week, trying to manage all my three guardians at top light, and it, you know, my priorities weren't in check because I wasn't geared in like this is what you should yeah. focus on. And I don't, I don't blame my parents at all. I mean, I was the youngest of fucking. Well, my mom had four. 
and my dad also had four, but like they had two kids each yeah. apart. Um, my dad, he worked all fucking week, you know, from like 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. He came home, he'd nap, and like, I feel like that also kind of led towards my depression because I saw he's out doing this. He's out providing for our family. And look at, we had like the nicest house in Cudahy. Don't mean to be offensive <laughs> to people. Like, dude, our house is fucking giant compared to yeah, most people there. It's a nice crib, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like going over there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like, at least in terms of size and shit, we had like the biggest fucking house. And it was good. I didn't really realize, you know, it's because my dad is putting in all this work because I didn't see that as a kid. Yeah. He was at work and then he'd come home, nap, eat dinner, go to bed. And then it's like the weekends while he's out doing shit with, you know, my mom or his friends and shit because that's his free time. Whatever. Right. I didn't have an interest in sports or anything. So it's like there wasn't really things for him to actively do with me. Um, and I feel like that, you know led me towards shit especially with technology advancing i got an xbox 360 and well you fell in love yeah it's like it's all downhill (laughs) yeah like okay like i was gonna mention uh recently at work dude uh a friend like an old childhood like probably one one of one of my first best friends like we we went to daycare together and like elementary school everything bro you know this individual and uh i know but um you would know the name is it a lady or is it no a it's a dude and uh, um i grew up with him and like all throughout elementary bro everything his parents kept him sheltered no no involved in everything mm. like he was in taekwondo for for from however young we were, like, youngest you can join to, like, you know, getting his black belt and stuff. Always doing that, like, it was a major discipline for him on top of baseball, on top of football, on top of basketball. And then at a certain... I wonder who the fuck this is, because it's like, I... The, the people I'm thinking of, I went to elementary school with, or at least one of them, so I'm like... At a certain age... uh What's it called? At a certain age, he, like, stopped... I, I know the name, but I don't know the face. Okay, so you know the name. All right. Yeah. Um, at a certain age, like, he started condensing down, like, what he did, refining his practices, but he became more and more, like, skilled in those practices, which eventually got him, you know, scholarships, et cetera, et cetera. He never went pro with any of the sports, but, like... He most definitely could teach any of them, as well as, like, he probably had a lot of fun, met a lot of people, did a lot of things, acquired a lot of, like, skills and, you know, people skills and communicating and stuff like this while he was doing all of this stuff. And, like, I remember thinking as a youngin', like, man, how did his parents, like, have him doing, like, so much? And I remember other people, you know, making that same kind of, like, comment, like, his parents just got him so like busy all the time. It's crazy, but like maybe you don't need to go that hard. That's a very like disciplined uh, parenting right there. Like very like involved, super involved. But like, I feel like that's what you. That's what. But I it's great. It is great. Yeah, like, it's like it's awesome. It's I, like 
I don't know, dude. I don't think I've even really met him, to be honest, but I, I know the name shit. Um, and he, you know, what, what's he doing now? I assume he's he, off doing great fucking things. He's a corrections officer. What the fuck is that exactly? Where you, where you work with, like, uh, he's a juvenile corrections officer, I believe. So a regular corrections officer is, like, the cop that works in the jail, like a mm-hmm. jail cop. Yeah. So he's, like, doing that for juveniles. So And he his goal is to eventually be in the Secret Service, apparently. So that's yeah, pretty dope. Yeah, like, that's, that's badass. Dude's, like, <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, like, I always knew he was going to, like, go hard in whatever he did. I didn't think that he was going to shoot for wanting to be in the Secret Service, but that's pretty dope. And I'm like, I, I was talking to his, you know, pops, and I'm like, dude, that's like, that's like, that's crazy. Like, I'm just here, you know, moving light bulbs around and stuff. Like, that's where I ended up and stuff. Like, no, like, it is what it is. You know, I don't dislike my path, but like, that's awesome that he's doing that type yeah, of thing. And, and yeah. Why you need to establish discipline and shit yeah. in your kids instead of just... Yeah, give it... Yeah, like, he was never... Like, everybody, like... Even the kids that played sports, like, you know me, I was into football for a little bit, into basketball for a lot of bit. Yeah. And, you know, uh, even then, like, the kids that did that, we all were, like, at a young age, we were all gamers, too, at least a little bit. We loved playing the game. He was, like, not like that. This individual was, like not into games at all because he had no time because he was doing real world shit. So like, not that playing sports or stuff like that is always applicable to the real world, but like, bro, there are a lot of like micro things in sports that you can draw parallels to like the well, real yeah, world. And that's, that's why things like that are so important because it helps you, I mean, really establishing discipline and well, I need to. I don't know about there football. Are, but there like, are rules to of, follow. Yeah, there's rules to follow, um, and then also you'd have to keep your grades up to do it for school and shit, because or else you get kicked off the team or whatever. Yep. Um, I had that. I don't that. think for football necessarily, but I know for like wrestling, it's just like, oh, you got to make sure you keep weight. Like there's yeah, there's different things in different disciplines you learn, and it doesn't necessarily matter how you learn to discipline yourself, but you need to learn that at a young age. Where I feel like I personally didn't, so now it's a struggle as an adult to try to. You gotta build the new habit, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> and to try to fucking find the pieces to even build them back up. Right, right, and, and I feel this too, though, because I have like the I have both, like I have like the happy medium between the you and the him, where like I did do sports, I was like pretty social, but then like basically at. 13 14 years old i got obsessed with call of duty and became like morbidly depressed at the same time so it was like a perfect storm of like sucking me into that lifestyle that yeah. world that shit and then like getting a getting a kill or especially something like a quad that's <laughs> ooh, that's a good it, dopamine fix yeah right and there. like not only that like it was crazy because i would argue that like i still have never felt like a friendship like I felt with the people that I used to play with back then, which is like f- fucking wild to say. Like, yeah. I've never felt like, 
I'm just talking about like obviously there's a different element to like the real friendships I've had over the past like seven years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like because they're real people that I can like physically dap up or hug yeah, or whatever. But no, I get what you're saying. Like some of my best friends like live the in other countries. Yeah, exactly. Canada and shit. Yes. Yeah. And like and friend who lived in fucking uh the Netherlands that was like yeah. my homie for like, the longest time bro one like for us it was like a dude in Illinois a dude in the Dominican Republic a dude in Canada a dude like in Texas and like we all would just like would link up do like a six man there was other kids too that were like less prominent members of the group yeah. and shit and like the the getting online get get lobbying up everybody like recording having their own capture devices yeah, and I feel stuff like part of that is just Doing an activity with somebody, yeah. especially when you share shared when you have a shared goal. Yeah, the goal. Shared, we were trying to hit clips, man. Yeah, all and day. You also have shared, you know, where you need to discipline yourself, where you have your moral guidelines set up. You know. Yep. Don't be fucking dog shit, dude. You, gotta, you, gotta, <laughs> you know, don't don't be negative, bro. You gotta have good KD. Right, right, or like, like you know, like back then, you know, a big thing was if you wanted to hang with people was like show them your best clip or whatever. Like, if you if you hit, like, a certain standard of a clip, then you could, like, join these people in their six-man and shit. And, like, that was, like... I mean, montage clips and, like, trying to just up what your best clip was was, like, the fucking crack of the time for us. And, like, yeah, I just don't think I ever had, like, a better time than... When I was getting on there every day before I started working a part-time job at the time. And, like, that was, like, age 14 to, like, 16. Because at 16, I started working. And that's when, like, video games were less prominent for me because I was just trying to work and have a little bit of a social life as well. But, like, I still played video games to the extent where, like, we were playing uh, zombies at the time. Like after I yeah. got off of Call of Duty or off of trick shotting and stuff, like I got into zombies really heavy and Fortnite a little bit. Then when it became relevant at the end of school, and then like I fell off a game in a little bit because I was like trying to get back into the real world. What are my yeah. real world interests and shit like that? You know, like what would I like to? What would I like my physical reality to be? Not what? What do I want to like? Like, I cannot go into a simulated, like, reality, a.k.a. a video game, for more than, like, a fucking hour, if not, like, 45 minutes. Unless I'm playing a game of zombies where I'm real committed. Yeah. You know? Like, I just can't do it. I'm like, bro, like, I gotta figure out my adventure like that sense of adventure, I gotta figure like out that in real life. And like right now, I don't know really what it is that's doing that for me. But like, besides studying the card market, which doesn't really give me adventure, but it's like I'm feeding off the knowledge, like learning about that a lot. Like there's like so much like stuff that you could study and get into with like cards itself and shit, cards themselves. But yeah, bro, I don't know what are we talking about. So, I feel like very detrimental thing, and I should probably wrap up kind of soon. Yeah. Going for an hour. Put a cherry on uh, top, bro. But one reason I feel is very detrimental, especially to me, is like I was sort of an outcast and shit in elementary school and stuff because I didn't really play sports. I didn't really do that kind of shit. Um, so then when I got an Xbox and 
wow, I found a clan or whatever in Destiny that mm-hmm. I prayed with and shit and all that. It was like, I finally had that sense of belonging. Right, And exactly. I feel like that happens to a lot of people, uh, whether it be some random Discord group they join or some subreddit, whatever the fuck it might be. Yep. But it's not, and it can be sometimes, but it's usually not actually beneficial to your real life. Yeah. Especially when you're that young and you fall into those little... Yeah, or like what what happens naturally, like you all grow up or whatever, and life takes its path. And yeah. like, if if not all at one time, one by one, you start dropping off, and then like, mm-hmm. well, then you feel like, oh, I have no friends again, or whatever, yeah. like, or I don't have anybody to chill with, and type you of thing. Don't. It's been so long since you did that that you don't really have the skills to start anew. And I mean, that's a big problem for me now too. Is I didn't really have the experience as a kid making friendships in person with people. And, I mean, I did it online, kind of, but it's easy when you have a shared goal. I think I've made this comparison yeah. before. Of like, you, you know, I go to a bar to meet people, but it's like, I don't know who the fuck's who. Yeah, it's, dude. You don't have a shared thing. Dude, I, okay, like, I'll even, like, I'll play off of what you said. Like, I don't feel like I have a... Okay, like, I do have a problem making new friends because I I don't have new friends but I don't have like a problem in the way of like I'm afraid of them or I don't know how to talk to people or some shit like that like no I'm confident in those in those aspects but what I don't have any confidence in is some kind of like why is there no way for us to to meet people our age with like the common interest but then i guess people would say it's the internet but i'm talking about real life like where do we go on a daily basis to meet people with common you know, interest back in back in the day it was, you went to church every sunday everyone <laughs> in your town and then you would oh shit you're my age and you live in the same town what's up right like you would figure and, it out and, like and you had that but that's what i'm saying initial connection of we both believe in the same god so and then that can it's a great way to start yeah exactly. and 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 that's what i'm saying is that like that aspect of congregation for like not only like-minded people but like-aged people like people of the same age range are it's, it's like there's nowhere to do it you have to go to a club a bar uh uh i don't know where the hell else people go to like some other places that like they're going to either not be in the right state of mind where they're like their judgment, <clears throat> their judgment is like altered or whatever. Yeah. That's one thing when you're drunk, you can make friends with fucking anybody. Like, <laughs> yeah. Realistically, we wouldn't be friends with ourselves. Yeah. And like, like you said, like how are you supposed to know anything about anybody there? Like you don't know like what, if that girl over there is like into like reselling and flipping shit too, or if she's like, Works in a, a cubicle somewhere, you know, right. doing like financing and shit. Like, or she's just a slut. Or if she's <laughs> just sucking dick on the corner, bro. Yeah, like, we don't. You really don't know anything other than, oh, they <laughs> like whatever drink they have in their hand. Oh, oh, he's a Corona. He looks Corona. We're all here to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah exactly. like. And, and sometimes you don't even go there to mingle. Sometimes people will go there just to associate with the people they came with and drink. So it's, you never fucking know, and that's just a terrible when. 
I literally like I, this is like weird to say because like I live near like 150 fucking bars, but like I've only like envisioned myself going into one of these places since being able to go and like like just solo. Like I just envisioned myself going in there and like pulling up to the fucking bar and like ordering a drink and like getting looked at by people and me looking back at people and then like what happens beyond that point like like do we strike up a conversation is that like there's nothing to it like there's no depth you gotta make that (laughs) you go so if they do it back and you make that direct eye contact you get up and you go say so uh how about them packers Right, you know, like whatever the fuck you talk a, about, I don't fucking know. That's what I was see how long you can bullshit for. But like dude, that, that's another big thing too. Of I, I suck at small talk. I don't like fucking. Oh, me too. The weather and it's like I, that shit can only go on so long, and then it's like, how do you just drop? So, are you familiar with Freud's fucking idea? Right. Like, how the fuck do you just drop that on somebody? You don't know where their interests lie, and I right. don't know how to. Feel out the water, I guess. Yeah, and because technology didn't let me do that. And I, yeah, and I feel like that's like a weird thing with uh, like people at the work environment. For me, I know you don't like have to interact with. I don't think too many people, but for me, like I don't interact with a lot neither. I don't have to, but I do. Only a handful that I interact yeah, with, same. but but even even with them, like. I feel sometimes because I'm not trying to like make small talk the way that I notice other people make small talk amongst each other that they think that I have like a problem or something. Dude, I feel the same fucking way. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't. If you if you want to talk, like then we can talk, but like you got to come with something, you know? Like I don't know what to just like you said. What am I supposed to be like? Damn, it's really like hot out today. Like yeah, it's if you're outside. Oh, it's fucking hot out or. Oh, we got a lot of fucking work. Like, oh, shit's fucked, bro. It's like, yeah, I could do that, but it'll just be my fuckers. Like, uh, at my work, I would do a little differently. Oh, would you rather do this or this? Like, I I don't know. I just fucking, I don't know. My brain says, don't do that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird. Like, it's almost like we're on a different, like, frequency than they are, you know, in a way. And it's like, it it can give them the like the impression that we're on like a lower frequency, but we're in fact not. Like we're we're doing just just okay. We're doing fine. It's just the fact that you know whatever you like get from that like making that small talk or whatever. Like I don't know. We just don't like. I don't know if we don't value it or if we just don't do it. Like because like. It's not that there's never small talk. Like there will be and like. Yeah. It's it's fine. Like that's my view on it. Like it's fine. Like I like having it. And season of small talk with people I've already I already am familiar with. But yep. to just go and small talk with somebody else, it's like what the fuck do I even small talk about? Right. Like you could tell them like what you do, and then like oh what do you do for a living, man? Right. Yeah, I'd be like I move light bulbs around, or <laughs> you'd be like I uh, what do you say? I always over fucking. That's another problem I have. I over explain everything and over complicate it instead of just saying like, "Oh yeah, I flip shit." Oh, I work for this thing. We like buy shit from there, and then I, <laughs> I over explain it every fucking time, and then I feel like people are like, "All right, yeah, I'm gonna." I'm gonna and then go it talk could, you got like a, a the 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 three word form like we flip shit like that's like the alternative. But then it's like you know, it's like what does short. that mean? Don't like, want to be short though. It's but yeah, if they're interested, they will ask more questions, and that's what. I feel like a that I always do that. Like I always give like a 
not here because it's not good yeah. for the pod. But like I, I give like a short response typically to people because like if they're interested. Yeah, like if if they want further conversation, then that's like a good like technique to use. Like you know, give them a little, and then. But my brain, you know, if somebody's short, I think they're not interested in talking because they're just giving short answers. So then it's like it okay, depends. How, it depends. Like yeah, you got to be able to read tone and body language, uh-huh. but because of growing up online, it's very hard to do that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. I mean. You, it's, you just got to feel it out. Yeah, you know? I, I get that. I, I'm learning as I go, but I'm just trying to relate it back to like... I get confused still too. Like. That's why technology, I feel like, is detrimental to you because you don't learn those social skills that at least I didn't. Yeah, you know, like... Seeing it in... If, if your online activity like is like inhibiting you from... Uh, wait, is that the word? Where it's keeping stopping you. From yeah, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if it's inhibiting you from uh, social interaction or like those real life interactions or making real connections with people, then like, you know, reevaluate or like maybe you well, as the parent got to reevaluate yeah, you for it, your. It's the parent you step in because when I was younger, I didn't look at it as a fucking negative because I was like, oh, I got friends on Destiny and shit. You know, I can't wait to get out of school. I'm gonna go fucking do Vault of Glass again. I got the boys. Mm-hmm. We're getting on or whatever. Yeah, it was like, and it, I, I it, didn't see a problem. It uh, reminds me too of uh, this video I just watched, but it was talking about something else. But this, it, it kind of applies where, you know, the decisions you make. Like, I think he broke it down to three categories, but I can remember two. It's like whether it'll, it, it's what your preference is on. Is is it going to be on the quality of the decision that you're making? Which would be like, you know, the overall like impact or effect of it, or the convenience of the decision that you're making, which is kind of like yeah, the so mind, you know, like yeah, we were so talking, we're talking about. about the super ego and it. It's like, do you want the instant gratification or do you want to struggle to get a much better sense of right? So like, yeah, just yeah. like, you know, I I guess. You know, we have to do what our parents didn't and also, you know, try to help people to understand that it's, like, real important to evaluate the situation on, like, you know, a case-by-case basis with whatever you're doing with your kid or yourself. But, like, are you overindulging or letting them overindulge to to a point where it's, like, you know, yeah, negatively affecting them, you know, like, I definitely, I I, I don't want to say I feel the impacts of it, but I, I feel like I feel the impacts of it, because at the end of the day, I'm still looking towards video games to, like, feel give, some sense of accomplishment give me it. gratification and, like, socialization and stuff like that, yeah, and, like, I would much rather not be looking to them for that, but currently where my life is that's what i'm doing and i mean you and i becoming friends again i guess yeah. you would say is like I mean, an I, attempt to move away from this yeah but. the way i view it is like all anybody i've ever been a friend with like as long as they don't fuck me over even if they did in some cases you can admit your mistakes like we're cool i always want the best for you still no matter what mm-hmm. you stab me in the back even i i, I would hope you learn from that I still want what's best for you, though. Um, yeah, like forgiveness. I care about you once, too. I always care about you. And that's why it's like, 
That's right, I'm a bike and saw you, and it's like, oh, what up? Even though it was like we hadn't talked in forever, it's, I, you know. It was like natural for you. Exactly, because yeah. I never considered you not a friend, even if we don't talk. Um, but I think Word. we should probably uh, wrap this up here, because I could keep going and kind of repeating myself in some sense, but further explaining, because that's all I fucking do. Yeah, we'll go further. We'll, we'll, we hit on a little bit of, like, psychology in this, like, to scratch the surface. So maybe we can do some more with, like, that in the future. What like, give, me, give me an idea, but also help sell the next whatever. Wouldn't be the what, next episode, maybe, probably one after, but. With, like, what about psychology? Yeah, what about um, anything in particular or just psychology in general? We'll, we'll figure it out. I want to <laughs> do more than. Freud, because I want to know the opposing views to Freud and yeah. alternative views. Yeah, I views have some other stuff. shit in here too that I didn't get the time to research about, like some of uh, Carl Rogers' okay. theories and shit. And there's some other things too. Um, because I remember in school, that was mainly who we went off of for whatever reason. I think there was maybe another gentleman that they largely talked about, and maybe that was who it is. Was it Nishi? Nish? Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know how to pronounce his name. With the N or whatever, yeah. Yeah, N-I-E-T-Z, some, it's, it's about very weird because I think it's yeah. Russian, it might be German, I don't fucking know. Yeah, and, and I, I want to get beyond that, you know, because... That would give me a good opportunity to do some research that I have been wanting to do on psychology for a while. And that way it's a good uh, follow-up to this, even though, you know, we do them in whatever order we want. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it might be next episode, but hopefully we'll have our first guest on the next one. Oh, yeah. yeah let's do that. Yeah. I forgot. We'll, we'll talk more about that. Because uh, we got to get it all worked out. We'll talk more about that. Uh, I don't know if you want to make another one. You want to do an after hours thing. But thank you for watching this. Um, we love hit you. Whatever. The rumble button, the like button, whatever it is on your fucking preferred streaming service. Share it. Comment. Tell us your thoughts below. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to try to respond to as many comments as possible. Oh, I'm. Because. Uh, I'm in there. Be, be active. Follow us That's at uh, Many Parallels on Twitter. Probably on Instagram too. I don't I haven't made the account yet. Love you. This is us signing out.